Where did I park my car? Oh, no. I can't find my keys. I can't find my Game Boy. I can't find the remote. When you're running late and you can't find your keys, and the TV remote has vanished in the breeze. Does the shoulder strap of your car cut into your shoulder? Is your shoulder strap too tight and annoying? Hello, welcome to the Let's Make Fun Podcast. Thank you so much for joining. My name is Jeremy Sturdivant. I hope you are enjoying N3Entertainment.com. If you aren't, then there's something wrong with you. We've got links to all of the great shows on the Not Normal Network. We've got Beer for Breakfast, 4th and 20, and we have a new show coming up with uh, The Boss, formerly of uh, Pete and Morty. We've got the Pete Capaletti show coming, so all sorts of fun stuff coming up, and uh, you should be very excited. And, uh, of course, also the Let's Make Fun podcast, but you already knew that because that's what you're listening to right now. Uh, So, yeah, that's exciting. Exciting stuff on the waterfront. Again, this is the Let's Make Fun podcast. We're going to be making fun of commercials today, advertising all that stupid stuff. I mean, there's a lot of good stuff out there, too. Uh, for the most part, it's all bad, though. And there have been quite the amount of Facebook comments. So I think everybody else agrees with me. It would be nice if every piece of you know art that people are trying to put together and label a commercial was good and funny. Uh, But for the most part, it's not. And that is the other thing, too. It's like every single commercial almost. And in the middle of saying that, I started realizing that I was wrong. Not every commercial tries to be funny. But for the most part, a lot of commercials do. And it's it's almost pathetic. It's like just make your point in a different way. I don't know who told you that was funny. But if it like did you only show that to your significant other? And they're like, yeah, honey, that's great. (laughs) The boss will love it. There are just so many stupid commercials out there, and we're going to get to a lot of them. Uh, We're going to get to the ones that you guys submitted. We're going to get to some of mine. We're going to get to my wife, Kelsey, had um, an idea for one that she liked, actually. Um, And we also have the winner of the poll. I put a poll up on Facebook um, as to what kind of commercial I should make. A stupid, hopefully funny commercial, um, and we've got the winner of that that I'll announce here in a little bit. And we also have another surprise. We've got a surprise guest, uh, and no, it is not my wife Kelsey. She's usually the one that jumps on with me, uh, but no, we've got a phone interview, a phone guest coming up later. It's the first one, and I'm very excited to see how it goes. So, um, all sorts of stuff going on. Uh, But first, I did want to kind of talk about why this is the thing that I came up with for this episode, advertising. So, there's a new commercial, and there's been a string of them now. There's been a lot of them, and I'm sure you've seen them or heard them on the radio. Uh, the The one I'm talking about, I've heard on the radio. I could not find it. Um, on YouTube or anything like that. I wish I could, but I couldn't find it. 
but I did find another one that I wanted to show you. Um, but it's a Bud Light commercial. Um, and I'm sure you've seen the ones where there's like the king and, you know, it's dilly dilly and all that stuff. It was funny, like the first 10 times I saw it, which usually that's longer than most commercials last as far as how funny they are to me anyway. Uh, but this dilly dilly thing is starting to drive me insane. Uh, but now there's a new one. It's it's kind of new. It's been out for a couple of months, but it's now talking about how Bud Light now has Bud Light only has four ingredients, and they're all on the label as of last month. And now Coors Light doesn't have their label. You have to go look in this other place that we used to have it. That's where we had our label along like two months ago, but Coors Light's stupid for still doing that, even though we just came up with this idea, and nobody else, it's just, and that's what they're, like, banking on now, it's, it's the dumb, it's the dumbest commercials I've seen in a long time, you're making fun of another company, because you came up with a, with an idea that doesn't really do anything for anybody, I have a feeling people that like Bud Light, or the people that like Coors Light, either way, is it's not going to change their their mind on what they drink. People that really cared about the ingredients were drinking like Michelob Ultra, or if they're really worried about the fact that there's not corn syrup in in one of their beers, they're gonna just if they need to get drunk, they'll go get a vodka uh, cranberry or vodka straight up or something like that. You're advertising something that you just came up with that you think is a good idea, but really it's a dumb idea, and you're bashing on other your own, like the other competitor in your industry, which it, it you just came up with that idea. I It's so dumb. I, I don't get this one. Uh, it, it just makes zero sense. But what I when I was looking for it, I did find this other one, and I was like almost about to be like, good for you, Coors Light. Uh, but then I found this one, so let's check this one out. This is from Coors Light. This is an actual thing that Coors Light is now doing, uh, so check this out. Coors Light wants to refresh the conversation. Bud Light has been trying to pick a fight lately, but 80% of drinkers would rather enjoy a cold, refreshing beer. Introducing the Coors Light, the first smart beer tap that listens for Bud Light negativity and lights up when it finds it. Signaling the next round of Coors Light is on us. The more they keep talking, the more we keep refreshing. You heard that right, folks. It's a Coors Light. It's a smart tap. What does that even mean? Like, go look this up. If it doesn't make sense to you because obviously you can't see the commercial, go look it up. It's a Coors Light that lights up anytime it hears negativity? There's no way. Let me double check and make sure that didn't come out on, on April Fool's Day, which was just the other day. No, this came out in March. So this is a real thing. Uh, it gives you free beer if it hears negativity from Bud Light. Can one of you just like grow up a bit? You guys are the two biggest beer companies in the world. I think you're doing okay. 
It's like the political thing. It's like, why are you only bashing each other? It's like you guys secretly love each other. Just sell your beer to the people that are going to drink it. I'm one of the people that no matter what, I'm going to have either one. Whichever one's closer, I don't care. It all tastes the same to me. It all tastes the same. Just like water and just like, uh, I don't know. That's maybe that's it. But yeah, I don't, I don't get it. Like I understand that you have to have competition. It always helps with, you know, sales. It doesn't, it doesn't help with sales. I, I really don't get this. Um, there are people that, you know, for political reasons will drink one over the other, which I still also don't get. Uh, it, it all, it's, it's the same. It, they both taste like watered down, uh, regular bud or regular Coors. It's, it, it, I don't know. Nothing, nothing will ever change me. Maybe it's just because like with the, uh, the offended episode, nothing offends me really. So when you start to like act like one thing is better than the other, it, it's really not. They're pretty much the exact same beer. No, but I found that one weird. I just, I don't get it. So I just wanted to bring that one up. I did wish, though, that I could find that other one because it kind of just, sh- it, but I'm sure you've seen it. I'm sure you've seen it or heard it, so it's not that big of a deal. Um, on a side note, this is a, a complete 180. Uh, March Madness is happening right now, and the NFL draft is about to happen, and the they're pretty much the same too. So this is kind of along the same lines. They're pretty much the exact same thing. Uh, they're both, both have a bunch of people getting rich of off of not at all knowing what's about to happen. Um, March madness has a bunch of people, you know, putting money down for brackets and stuff and trying to guess where, who's going to win what. And I don't know how March madness is still going on, but it is. Um, and then, the NFL draft is coming up and you've got like Mel Kiper and I can't think of the other guy now, but super famous guys that they literally get paid to come out with 25 versions of a draft that is not going to at all come close to what actually happens. And people are fine with it. People eat that crap up. And I don't, I, I, that's another thing. I just, I don't understand that at all. Why do people care what you think a team is going to do? If it was a thing where it was like every once in a while people get it right, like all the way right, then I can see that a little bit. But nobody ever gets this right. Like here's my 19th version of a draft that now every team that I just said in the last draft uh, had different picks. Now they have totally different picks. And here's why. Uh, how do you have a job? And can I have that job? I could literally do that. I say literally like it's hard, but it's not. It You just point at people. Here's the people that we've been building up to say are good in college, and here's where they're going to go. There's no skill to that. Um, and it's the same thing as far as the uh, the, the March Madness it's all just kind of, to me, it's all just the same stuff. So uh, that's my get off my lawn moment. But I do believe that I'm right on all of those aspects. It's just, it's all dumb. I Maybe I'm just jealous. Like, 
I wish I had those jobs, but what can you do? Maybe someday somebody will pay me to pick what, uh, how many pieces of rain will fall onto the ground the next rainstorm. Uh, seems about the same. Uh, so let's get to stat corrections. Everybody makes mistakes. Wrong, 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 wrong. Am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. Wrong, 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 wrong. Sometimes you just need... Stat corrections. So we've got another driving incident, and I don't want to keep talking about driving and bore everybody to tears, because I've learned while listening to these episodes, you know, trying to find what kind of things I've gotten wrong in the past. If I talk about driving, it's, and just like when anybody talks about driving, it's hard to picture what the hell you're talking about, because you don't know what highway or road you're turning onto or anything like that. But I feel like this one's a pretty easy one for me to describe. And it's not the actual driving, although the driving did piss me off. It's what the driver did uh, that I wanted to explain. So what was happening was when I was getting onto a highway the other day, it was one of those highways where you have to stop at a light and you're in a two-lane on-ramp and two cars, you know, both lanes, have to stop at a red light and you can go when it turns green like any other light um i was in the left lane there was nobody in the right lane i started to notice that somebody was really hauling ass up the right side and uh just got in front of me right when the light turned green and it was like it almost seemed like he timed it out perfectly so Technically, he wasn't breaking the law, but technically he was being a gigantic douche, and that's what happened. So, like, I, like, threw up my arms. I was like, dude, like, hey, you're supposed to stop at those. I said that. I bet he couldn't hear me because he was in a different car, but he then proceeded to, like, look in his rearview mirror, and and I don't... This is for, like, the um, hip people and i don't know if it's hip or if it's just a gangster thing i i don't don't know is this a gangster sign um he like looked at me in in his rear view mirror and then like put his hand up like if you're an nfl fan you'll know this it's like the holding sign like when they're like holding on the defense 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 and they like hold their one hand on their wrist and you know pull it down type thing um and he like started dancing while doing that, while looking at me in the rear view mirror. Um, I'm assuming that just means like, hey man, I got in front of you, fool. Uh, take it. But I bet that's not what he was going for. I bet he was, he, like, I think he thought he looked cool. But I, and I wish I had a dash cam so I could have shown everybody. Uh, but it did not look cool. He looked like a giant idiot. And he was. And that's why you don't pull in front of people on those things. Um, So, yeah, that's about it. I'm still not getting anybody uh, chiming in and letting me know that I've done anything wrong. And I can only assume that's because nothing's been wrong. All my stats are in order. Uh, You know, I, I look everything up and I'm sure I'm right on everything. 
So I appreciate that. I don't want you guys to just like make me feel like I'm getting some interaction when I don't really deserve it if I'm not doing anything wrong. So thank you. Um, that's it for that. Um, and like I did say, uh, when we come back, we're going to go on a quick break, but when we come back, we've got a bunch of stuff. We got your Facebook comments. We've got, um, the commercial and I'll let you know what the commercial is. And then uh, we've also got, um, a surprise guest. So stay tuned because we'll get to all of that when the let's make fun podcast returns. It's Howie from Beer for Breakfast, and I wanted to let you in on a little offer that Brent and the Denver Brews Crews have for you. Because right now, through April 30th, you can save 10% off your next adventure to go cruising for a bruising mile-high style. During checkout in the How Did You Hear About Us section, just scroll down and enter Beer for Breakfast, and then enter code B4BN3100EP. That's B4B, as in Beer for Breakfast, N3, not normal network, 100 EP, as in the 100th episode we just celebrated. B for B, N3, 100 EP, and you'll save yourself 10% off your next adventure to go cruising for a bruising, mile high style. We here at the Not Normal Network have class. Oh my god, somebody just came to the door and told me they're opening a brewery across the street. Like, hell yeah. Dignity. I mean, yeah, if you're gonna like smell like absolute crap, like you actually pooped on your pants and like Put them on. And style. It's a way to help them improve themselves if they want to, but it's not forcing them into or into giving up cocaine if they use it to relax after a long day. No, 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 no. cocaine Sorry. does not help you. Yeah, does not help you relax. To, yeah. Listen to Beer for Breakfast, Let's Make Fun, and 4th and 20, all shows you can only find here on the Not Normal Network. Charmed, I'm sure. half-hearted the song's called better you can find them on apple music spotify youtube or halfhearted.us go look them up they're on tour you can go buy their cds buy merchandise 
all that cool stuff. And they've got badass beats like the one you just heard, so go check them out, damn it. This is the Let's Make Fun Podcast. My name's Jeremy Sturdivant. Thank you so much for sticking around. And if you follow me on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter or anything like that, you saw I had a poll up. Um, It was a poll to try to find the stupidest type of commercial on earth that I could make. Um, I didn't know how to make a poll. I've never done one before. I could only do two options. I don't know if I was able to do more. I would have done more, um, but I was only able to figure out how to do two. But I also left it open for anybody to do write-in comments. You know, like uh, write-in, somebody put in a write-in for Taylor Swift. Uh, That was Scott, I believe. Uh, He knows my my love for Taylor Swift. Um, But no, we, we only got the two um, and the one for Taylor Swift. <laughs> uh, but the the two were for tree bark or rocks. And the reason I picked those were the those were the two things that I saw. Uh, those were the first two things that I saw, so I put tree bark and rocks. Um, so and Lucy, uh, Lucy Patterson said that she voted for tree bark because rocks have already been done, like pet rock and and all that fun stuff because that was a good idea. Uh, Mine would have been a much better idea. But no, Tree Bark won um, fair and square. What was the total? It was like 12 to 7 the last time I saw. Uh, I think it might have been 13 to 7. I believe we had 20 votes. No, 20,000 votes. That's what it was. Uh, No, I wish it was 20,000. But no, we got 20. So thank you all so much, everybody that voted. Uh, Yeah, we got 20 votes. And... uh, Tree Bark won. So let's, without any further ado, listen to the most amazing commercial you're ever going to hear about Tree Bark. Are you sick and tired of scraping your arm or leg and not having some sort of tree bark like protection? Then you're in luck. Introducing Tree Bark. Tree bark. Simply open the vacuum sealed package of tree bark, apply any form of adhesive, put on the tree bark, and you're done. It's like having tree bark on your body. Tree bark is a natural protectant because, well, it's tree bark. Tree bark. Don't believe me? Ask a famous piece of tree bark, Travis Barker. As a piece of tree bark who had to change his name from Treeavis Barker to Travis Barker for fame reasons, I can tell you that there's only one reason I survived that plane crash. It's because I'm tree bark. Wow! Tree bark is also flame retardant? Who knew? But, voiceover guy, what about forest fires? Well, dummy, forest fires only happen because of leaves and branches. Nobody wants to glue leaves and branches to themselves, do they? Hell no, that's what. It's Tree Bark. For one easy payment of $5,000, Tree Bark can be yours. It's as easy as one, two, Tree Bark. Act now and you'll get a framed piece of Tree Bark that looks like Taylor Swift absolutely free. Did that piece of Tree Bark get warped or broken on delivery? Simply replace it with one of your other pieces of Tree Bark. They all look like her. It's Tree Bark. Tree bark is not sold in stores or easily peeled off in the woods. Adhesive and tree avis bark are not included. It's tree bark. See, there you go, Scott. 
You got your tree bark, you got your Taylor Swift. It had it all. <laughs> but I hope you enjoyed it. I had a great time making it. <laughs> tree bark has never been more exciting, I don't think. Uh, I dare you to find a better commercial for tree bark. So, yeah, hopefully you enjoyed that. Um, and uh, hopefully it was all you ever wished it could be. So let's go ahead and get to our comments from social media. And now it's time for... Hey, bro, do you do that Soshmead? Soshmead? Comments from social media. All right. So the first one we've got, so actually, let me read it. Uh, what I said was, there are a lot of bad commercials out there, whether it be bad information, ridiculous voice, voice actors, or just a plain bad idea. Give me your favorite bad commercials that we could play on the show because we're going to rip into them on the next episode. Um, and the first one we got was from Kayla Michelle, and she says, Oh my God, my pillow. And if you haven't heard my pillow, it's pretty much the same, like it's a guy that says the same thing over and over again. And I believe he um, doesn't just like keep the same clip. I think he just redoes it over and over again. So let's hear a little bit of my pillow if you haven't heard it. I'm Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow, and I had all these problems too. I tried every pillow out there and nothing worked. So I invented my pillow, my patented fill. First off, that's funny. So my wife, Kelsey, has always said, like, you've tried every pillow out there and nothing worked? What the hell does that mean? You couldn't fall asleep. Just say that. Nothing worked? It's just a stupid way of saying that. Please continue, Mike. Does something no other pillow can do. My pillow lets you adjust it to your exact individual needs, regardless of sleep position, and stays that way all night long so you get the best sleep of your life. Before... Um, and then people start talking. But nobody cares about them. We only care about Mike Lindell. Hi, I'm Mike Lindell, creator of My Pillow. I always thought it was Mike Wendell. Uh, but now that I'm seeing it, it's Mike Lindell. Um, and first off, no. It's a pillow. There's not... I mean, it, it doesn't look like it's going to do much. I've never tried it, so please let me know if you have a My Pillow, if it actually does anything. Um, I was given, again, by my wife, um, uh, like a, I don't even know what the hell kind of pillow it is. It's like a gel pillow that is supposed to stay cool, and it's amazing, and I sleep with it every night. I've had it for probably five years, and it doesn't look anything like this. This my pillow just looks like a bunch of cotton balls inside of a pillowcase. This guy's a millionaire. I also am pretty sure I saw a thing that said he was a crack addict first. Um, so what's the deal with like infomercial guys and drugs? Is that like the rock star status of commercials? It's like, why are they all drug addicts? So, yeah, so there you go. My pillow. Hopefully you enjoyed that. Thank you, Kayla. Uh, next Lucy Patterson says any as seen on TV miracle product. When they show the person using the old school way, it's over exaggerated and the person just looks dumb. And half the time, the new product sucks. I've tested many. <laughs> and then she also put a, uh, she put a gif on that. 
and it doesn't play anything. So what I did was I tried my best to try to find what actual infomercial this is from because it's the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. And I hope that you can find this. I wanted to find it. Um, just Google or YouTube, Google or go to YouTube, uh, familyman.wmv on YouTube. Familyman is one word, dot WMV, and you'll hear this. And I just wanted to play that music because that's the only music it plays, but it plays this same clip over and over again of a man trying to carry all of his car washing utensils, uh, including a hose and a bucket and... He's got like the hose wrapped around his neck and he's just like struggling to walk while carrying a few things. And then he like trips and <laughs> like falls over the front of the car. It's amazing. I urge you to go find this commercial. Uh, I could not find the actual, um, the actual commercial, but whatever this is, this little clip that somebody put together, it's genius. I could probably watch this for the whole two minutes and three seconds and laugh every time. Um, so I'm sorry I couldn't find that, but thank you, Lucy. Uh, next, we've got Pamela Hodges Wright. Uh, she says, around here, it's the Steak and Shake commercials. Um, around here, meaning Illinois, and I am not from around there, so I have not actually seen a Steak and Shake commercial. Um, I had to kind of do a little bit more digging. She says it's the one with two stupid old guys, or two old guys, and the commercials are stupid. Uh, so I found one. I'm hoping this is a stupid enough one for you. Steak and Shake is kind of new here. Uh, you will have learned that in the fast food episode of the Let's Make Fun podcast. Um, so I don't think we have commercials yet. I have not seen them. So hopefully if you have not seen them, or even if you have, hopefully this one is, uh, is um, dumb enough for you. Let's check it out. 24 meals under $4, just like in 1934. $4 was a lot in those days. That can't be right. Oh, I was there. Back then, you not only got to choose from 24 meals under $4, you also got a shave, a shoe shine, and a new suit. Used to be called Steak and Shake and Shave and Shoe Shine and Suit. They even put it on the sign. Till it broke. Is that a Steak and Shake suit? Walter, did this look like a Steak and Shake suit? All right, I'm just going to cut it off there. So it's really, it really is stupid. Um, the whole steak and shake and shake and steak and thing was kind of funny, but it's another one of those ones where you kind of have to see it. Uh, it's called Steak and Shake and Shave and Shoe Shine and Suit. Steak and Shake commercial, if you want to go find it. But it's really stupid because, first off, it's like they dressed up two young guys to play old guys. And, again, I don't know if they actually filmed this in Illinois or in any state um i bet there's an old person or two in whatever state they filmed this and i bet they could find some that could act so why did they find young guys to dress up as old guys to act like they're first off again second off i already said first off second off why did he say from the 30s like i don't think this commercial came out in the 90s so that made some sense like what he's like 90 years old no it was just bad all around it was a stupid commercial so i agree pamela thank you very much uh next we've got katie allen 
She says, here you go. This is what family's for. Finding funny crap. And Katie is my cousin. Um, and yes, it is. We, we do find funny crap for each other. And I have not seen this one uh, until you showed it to me. It is quite ridiculous. Uh, it is for Ancestry.com. Let's take a listen. Taking the Ancestry DNA test is really quite simple. It comes in the mail. You pull out the tube and you spit in it which is something Southern girls are taught you're not supposed to do. You seal it, and you send it back, and then you wait for your results. It's that simple. I don't know if you caught that, but she says spitting into a tube is not something Southern girls are taught to do. Are Northern girls taught to do that? Or Western or Eastern? Why did she say that? Like she, if you go look for this commercial, uh, she looks like she said something that was super funny and even the editing made it seem like people started laughing afterward. But now I'm wondering if they, they edited it because it was so awkward after she said that. Cause it's like, she says it and then she has a grin on her face and then it like cuts to a little bit closer of a, a close up of her face. And I wonder if everybody was just like, what the hell? Why isn't she saying anything else? And then that's all they could get from that commercial because she wouldn't, she wouldn't stop talking about the spitting into a tube thingy. But yeah, that's a that's a weird one. I'm glad you brought that one up. I have not seen that one, so thank you, Katie. Uh, Guillermo Aragon Billy says Long John Silver's not necessarily because the TV spots themselves are exceptionally bad, but because I've always tried to think of the last. I always try to think of the last time I even saw Long John Silver's restaurant. And I'm not sure they really exist. Um, and for that one, I didn't look one up because he even said the commercials aren't bad. That's the whole point of this, Billy. <laughs> you're supposed to give me bad commercials. But no, I get what you're saying. I remember a while ago, we used to have here in Colorado, I'm sure you lived here at the time, uh, Staples commercials all the time. Staples is like the office it's like an office max i imagine i don't think i've ever stepped foot inside of a staples uh, but we would have those commercials all the time and i don't remember like i there was i'd never seen one in my life until i was about 30 maybe we finally started getting them in colorado and maybe they were just in spots where i'd never been but we have them now uh i still haven't been inside one obviously like i said but i did not see one for the longest time and I don't understand, like, do they not do research on where they play their commercials? What's the point of spending money if you're just going to go ahead and uh, <laughs> spend money in an area that nobody can spend money on you? So, yeah. But, no, I, I, I know that there are Long John Silvers in uh, Colorado Springs for sure. I'm not sure I've seen any in Denver. Uh, but So, yeah, maybe you just need to move back to Colorado. Thanks, Billy. Uh, next, we've got Justin Shoup. He says, uh, another one. Well, it's not a bad commercial. It's not a bad commercial, but I don't care for body armor just shitting on Gatorade at the end of their new commercial. Uh, I, I'd never seen this one. I tried to ask him which one it was. He said that I would know uh, it's like on ESPN all the time. I, I've stopped watching ESPN. Uh, it, it's very kind of watered down for me. I, Mostly, I mean, it's basketball season. I'm not a gigantic basketball fan. I like the Nuggets, uh, but all they talk about are 
LeBron James, who's not going to make the playoffs, and Steph Curry, who has won the championship for like, what, 12 years in a row now? So who freaking cares? So I have not watched that for a while. Uh, and then I tried looking one up. I tried looking up a commercial uh, for Body Armor. I just typed in Body Armor and Gatorade. And there's a lot of James Harden and Rob Gronkowski, which I know you like. Um, but I, and it's another one of those where you kind of have to just see it. They don't really say a lot that would make any sense if we just played it. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it seems like they are just making a sports drink. I'm assu- Is that the one, Justin? I hope that's right. If not, we could put that on the next stat correction, so just let me know. Um, but, yeah, uh, it's just another one of those things trying to take on Gatorade. And, meh, I don't really care. I don't really care for Gatorade commercials either. They're those types of commercials where now like for the past five years or something they just get like a bunch of uh, high school kids that are trying to look badass and they're like look at us do lift weights and look at us run and stare at the camera and drink gatorade because yeah we're we also need it who cares i don't care about this little kid it's just like bud light and coors light people are gonna drink it they're gonna know what it is they're gonna find it I know you think you have to spend money on advertising, but people aren't going to just think you fell off the face of the earth. People go to stores and gas stations all the time. They're going to find your product. Stop making such stupid commercials. Uh, So, hey, thanks. (laughs) Thanks, Justin. (laughs) Uh, Next, we've got Mary Morris Hill. Uh, I don't like the Franklin DeAzar commercials or any of the personal injury lawyer commercials. I agree. These are the worst types of commercials on earth. Uh, and <laughs> it's only like there, there are bad lawyers and then there's like bad actors that they hired because they got them a bunch of money, quote unquote. Um, and then there's this commercial. I was driving down Federal Boulevard and stopped for a light when I was hit by someone going very fast. I called Frank Asar and he told me the intersection is one of the most dangerous in Colorado. Benino was hurt in a wreck at a really bad intersection. I took the case. The result was I got Benino $150,000. I'm 24 and work hard for a living. The $150,000 made a difference in my life. Call me now, Frank Azar, the strong arm, or go to FDAzar.com. I- yeah, that's Benino. Uh, could you pick somebody that could read? Uh, and that didn't just sound like a giant idiot. I mean, that's, I'm sure that's really the only people that you get. Um, and and let's be honest, if I, (laughs) if I need a lawyer, I'm probably going to Frank Azar. I mean, he's been in my life since I was like one, possibly before then, but I don't remember. But yeah, my God, he's like a horrible actor. He can't speak. He doesn't know how to read his lines. And they're like, yeah, let's just go with it. People love Benino. <laughs> My God. And then you've got Frank Azar at the end. You know, just, I got him $150,000. And you've got to see this guy. If you haven't seen this guy, if you're out of town, he looks like a gerbil, had sex with an armadillo. Does that, does that happen? It's possible. Uh, and if so, that's that's the child that came out. So uh, thank you, Mary. That's a good one because we all know that uh, he's god-awful. 
Mike Harvey chimes in and says, the last commercial I saw was for Netflix. So I didn't know what that meant. Uh, he didn't give me a specific Netflix commercial or anything like that. I think he's going for irony, like, I don't watch TV. I watch Netflix because I'm cool, which he is cool. If you don't know him, you should. He's really cool. Uh, thanks, Mike. Scott Williams is next. He says, I know it's satire, but fuck you, Baltimore is my submission. Uh, if you can't tell, this is going to be one where you need to uh, hide the kids for a good minute uh, because this is quite vulgar. But Scott chimed in, and damn it, I'm going to play his commercial for him. Fuck you, Baltimore! If you're dumb enough to buy a new car this weekend, you're a big enough schmuck to come to Big Bill Hell's car! Bad deal! Cars that break down! Thieves! If you think you're gonna find a bargain at Big Bill, you can kiss my ass! It's our belief that you're such a stupid motherfucker! You'll fall for this bullshit! Guaranteed! If you find a better deal, shove it up your ugly ass! You heard us right! Shove it up your ugly ass! Bring your tray! Bring your tire! Bring your wife! We'll fuck her! That's right, we'll fuck your wife! Because at Big Bill Hell, you're but six ways from Sunday! Take a hike to Big Bill Hell! Home of Challenge pissing. That's right, challenge pissing. How does it work? If you can piss six feet in the air straight up and not get wet, you get no down payment. Don't wait, don't delay. Don't fuck with us or we'll rip your nuts off. Only at Big Bill Hell. The only dealer that tells you to fuck off. Hurry up, asshole. This event ends the minute after you write us a check. And it better not bounce or you're a dead motherfucker. Go to hell. Big Bill Hell's car. All the more filthiest. And exclusive home of the meanest sons of bitches in the state of Maryland. Guaranteed. That uh is hilarious i don't know who did that but that guy hates him some baltimore that's for damn sure <laughs> uh i mean it's no tree bark commercial but it's pretty good <laughs> thanks scott always giving me the most random things um only got a couple left we've got next we've got uh a hodgepodge of <laughs> mixed comments from the same people so first we'll go with uh, Jesse James, he says Frank Azar also, um, so we don't need to do that because, hey, and we're just showing you, hey, Frank Azar sucks, and uh, us Denver and Coloradoites know it. Um, Peter Villano, boss man, he chimed in a couple times. He says, any commercial about herpes where they're whitewater rafting or on a swing in a daisy field? Yeah, those ones never made sense. <laughs> And I didn't find one because they're mostly the visual part where they don't make sense and are stupid. They're like, how are you able to ride that horse? You have a herpes blemish. What are you thinking, swimming? You've got a herpes blemish. It's just so stupid. It's like, it's not the end of the world. Pretty sure I saw some stat, which might be incredibly wrong, that like one in three people have herpes of some form. So... If you're standing in a room listening to this at, like, your prom, which I can imagine. I mean, I play some of the best hits in Colorado. Uh, well, some of the bands I play for them out of state, but <laughs> good music nonetheless. Um, one of you probably has herpes, so it's not that big of a deal, and they make commercials for it to, you know, make money, which I guess is kind of the point. Uh, so, yes, thank you, uh Peter and Jesse for those two. Uh, Peter then also says um, there was a commercial from a few years ago that I am sorry that I actually kind of, I mean, it's very catchy, so it's not my fault. This is the whole point, but it's the uh, Mountain Dew Puppy Monkey Baby. Check this one out for a couple seconds. 
Puppy monkey baby. 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 Yeah, it's the weirdest commercial uh, on this list, I would think. It's... If you don't have a TV... I mean, it is cool now to not have a TV and not watch TV and commercials and stuff, so maybe you haven't seen this, but it's been a few years. It's a puppy monkey baby <laughs> that has a puppy head, a monkey body, and baby legs. And it's really weird, and it just says that over and over again and brings in some Mountain Dew energy drink and then licks one of the guys, and then they all dance, and I'm assuming go have a foursome in some other room because they don't show what happens after that. Uh, so thank you, Peter. I forgot all about that commercial, and now we'll be stuck in my head for the rest of the week, and I can't wait. Thank you. <laughs> oh, God. Next, we've got another one from Jesse James. And he says, oh, and the pleasures, guys. Totally sweet. Yeah, if you don't know these guys, <laughs> you, uh, I feel bad. These guys are like a staple of my childhood. Uh, they are, so they're called the pleasures dudes or pleasures guys. I don't really know anymore. It's been a long time. But they're like the spokespeople for a local adult store. <laughs> uh, so let's check it out. Pleasures has a new store in Colorado Springs. That's right, it's 2727 North Nevada Avenue. Totally sweet. Our Pleasures Boutique has lots of cool stuff like DVDs and novelty gifts. That's right, lotions and lingerie. Also toys. The Pleasure Dudes are totally sweet. Our Colorado Springs Pleasures Boutique is your feel-good store. Pleasures Dudes, that lady, just confirmed for us all. So, uh, the Pleasures Dudes, and I don't know when this commercial was made, but those guys look the exact same from when I was like 13 and wished that I could go into a Pleasures store. Uh, this was made in 2010, it looks like. So, nine years old, probably not looking that way, but my God, they are the worst actors on earth. I don't know who gave them the idea that they should be the Pleasures guys. Maybe they're the creators of Pleasures. Um, maybe that's exactly what that is. And we'll get to uh, my uh, things and the things that I can't stand about some commercials. Uh, and that has to do with some of it. Uh, but yeah, Pleasures guys. Love those guys. They're horrible, but I love them. Uh, and next again, we have Lucy Patterson. She says, the new OxyClean guy sucks. I miss Billy Mays. So here's a little bit of Billy Mays, uh, and we'll go from Billy Mays to the new guy, uh, just a couple seconds of each one. Hi, Billy Mays here for OxyClean, the stain specialist. Powered by the air you breathe, activated by the water that you and I drink. Man, I, just seeing that just brought me back. He's so good. And I actually looked up, he uh, apparently died of a, of like heart disease or something. So I'm assuming that's the only reason he is no longer the OxyClean guy, because he was the best. And uh, I'm assuming this also is still going on, uh, because this is the new guy. 
Laundry detergent doesn't remove all stains, and bleach may whiten your whites, but it's a disaster if you spill it on dark clothes. But there is an easy way to fight stains and whiten your laundry. OxyClean Stain Fighter. Just so yeah, that guy probably sounds familiar. He does a lot of different infomercials, but he's, yeah, he's not nearly as good as Billy Mays. And I guess OxyClean must be doing very well, and that's why they keep just trying to get new spokespeople. But again, just like every other commercial, or every other product, I mean, you're a pretty big deal. Probably don't need commercials anymore. Although with OxyClean, I assume they probably are a little bit more dependent on their infomercials and online sales as opposed to people just going out and looking for them like Bud Light and Coors Light kind of just and Gatorade and stuff like that. People know where to find it. They will always get it. It's not that big of a deal. So um, that is that. And then we've got one more uh, from Peter Volano again. And I'm, I'm happy this is a way that we're going to wrap this up because these were commercials on the radio a long time ago. And then, and I'm talking about like, I think that nineties, I believe. Um, and then in the two thousands, they started creating TV commercials with the same idea and they are just amazing. So this is the, and this is just like what I was just talking about, Bud Light. Uh, they had really good ideas and this is the real men of genius Pro Wrestling Designer. Budweiser presents Real Men of Genius. Real Men of Genius. Today, we salute you, Mr. Pro Wrestling Wardrobe Designer. Mr. Pro Wrestling Wardrobe Designer. While lesser designers would shy away from putting 300-pound men in spandex, you embrace it. Yes, you do. Pushing fashion to its limits, literally, you pair tights with a cape, a leotard with a mask, leather boots with a thong. Oh, looking good. All understated ways of saying, I'm going to rip your head off and look fabulous doing Ripping it. Off heads. So this buds for you, Mr. Pro Wrestling Wardrobe Guy, because without you, a man crushing another man's head in his arms would just look silly. Mr. Pro Wrestling Oh, yes. And that's Budweiser, not Bud Light. But man, oh man, are those just about some of the best freaking commercials of all time. And there are more. You should go look them all up because they're all freaking hilarious. Uh, I can't remember which ones I like the best, but they're all very good. So if you liked that, just Google Budweiser Real Men of Genius and you'll get a, a, a bunch of different ones. And I guarantee if you liked that one, you'll like them all. So please go check them out after you listen to this show, of course. Don't just stop this show and go listen to that. Uh, listen to this show, then listen to all the other shows on the Not Normal Network, and then you'll have a great night ahead of you. So we're going to go to a quick break. When we come back, we'll get to some of the commercials I've always said have been bad, uh, and then we'll get to that special guest that I've been talking about, and it will be... Amazing. So stick around because the Let's Make Fun podcast will be right back.
What's up, everybody? This is Jeremy from the Let's Make Fun podcast here on N3Entertainment.com. If you haven't listened to my show yet, what the hell is wrong with you? You get to listen to some of the best up-and-coming music, listen to my stupid and frustrating takes, and every once in a while, we even have a professional on to make us a little bit smarter about whatever in the hell we're talking about that day. It's the Let's Make Fun podcast here on the Not Normal Network. Check it out. <laughs> Hey, this is Howie of Beer for Breakfast. This is Jeremy with Let's Make Fun. This is Casey. This is Juicebox of 4th and 20. This is Pete, and I don't really have a show right now. <laughs> and we are... Oh, wait. Shit, <laughs> <laughs> and, and we are the Not Normal, Normal Network. Network. Woo! <laughs> That's Transcendent by As Fire Falls, their newest song, and it shreds. Go find As Fire Falls on Spotify, YouTube, Google Play Music, Deezer, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, and AsFireFalls.com. So you can go listen to the whole song. You can go listen to all of their songs, and we can keep hoping that more and more stuff will come out, which is all we ever want. This is the Let's Make Fun Podcast. My name's Jeremy Sturdefant. We are going to now get to some of my favorite hated commercials. Um, and first I wanted to say, so Kelsey, my wife, has it. There's a brand new commercial that's out. Maybe it's not brand new. It's We just saw it for the first time the other day. It's on, I believe it's only on Altitude. It might be on other channels, but it wouldn't really make sense with what the content is. So it's like a commercial with... Gary Harris and uh, Gabe Landeskog. So Gary Harris of the Nuggets, Gabe Landeskog of the Avalanche, and they're like roommates at the Pepsi Center. And there's a cameo by Charlie Blackman, and it's freaking hilarious. It's pretty much just like they're they're like total opposites of everything they want to do, and it it's all related to the sport that they're playing, and it's freaking hilarious. So go find it. I can't play it. You, it's another one you have to see. So if you can go find the UC Health, uh, I UC Health Gary Harris, Gabriel Landeskog, Charlie Blackman commercial. It's just about the best commercial on TV right now. So uh, please go check that out. But I did want to talk about it just a couple of mine before we got to our guest. Um, there's some things where I I still don't understand it. I guess it makes some sense where the owner of the company like demands that they're the voice or the actor or whatever that has to be in all of their commercials, no matter what, no matter if they have the most annoying voice on earth, they can't read. They don't know how to voice act. I just, 
why would you spend money to have your brand sound like crap? And I get it. It's your money. You want to do whatever you want with it. It's fine. But if it just there are plenty of people out there that can do a commercial for you, like me. If you want to throw me some money, I'll do you do a commercial for you. I won't do you. I'm not. Uh, <laughs> let's not go down that road. Uh, but no, it just it it makes zero sense. You you spend all that money, and maybe you spend less money. I don't know. I'm not in advertising. Maybe you spend less money if you're the person that does the 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 voiceover or something. But you're still paying. I'm assuming you don't know how to edit and make commercials. So you're still paying somebody to do that, but you won't pay the extra money to have an actual person do it for you. It just makes zero sense. So that's just one of the other things um, that I've always wanted to say. Like, it, it, I, There are commercials on the radio that I listen to all the time that I can't listen to anymore because they have the same... It's the owner of the company or the people that work at the company. They just I can't handle it anymore. Um, so that's really the only bad one I wanted to get to. I did want to say a couple that I think you should just go try to find if you haven't seen them. Uh, because again, there, a lot of these commercials or set satrical commercials that don't really have, you know, an actual company. They're just making jokes kind of like the tree bark one, um, is there's one that's like a fake sham. Wow. Commercial, but for paper towels, it's freaking hilarious. I promise you. You should uh, you should check that out. I promise you, you will like it. It's got a blue background. There's a guy that kind of has like a New York accent. So if if you find that, that's the right one. It is hilarious. Um, and then the other one is the Dollar Shave Club commercials. And so they've had some now that have been on TV. Like they're kind of a little bit more commercialized now. But I think it might have been the very first one. And I think it was only online. Uh, when Dollar Shave Club was just getting becoming big, they had a commercial where it's again. I think it's the owner, maybe the creator, or maybe it's just some guy that they pay to make look like the owner. But he's in all the commercials, even the newer ones, and it's probably the funniest commercial, like ever. It, it just the way he acts, the way the things that happen during it. It's the very first commercial that I've ever seen of theirs and it's called our blades are fucking great. I believe is what it's called. And, uh, yes, that's what it's called. So go find it. You will not be disappointed. So I believe that's all that I had on my list, which is perfect timing because we are joined now by our guy, Howie with beer for breakfast. Howie, are you there? Yeah, man. What's going on? How you doing? Oh, I'm doing all right. Thank you so much for joining, man. It's this, this is the first uh, phone interview, and I thank you for for helping me out with setting it up. I it's it's amazing. It sounds perfect. Oh, it's pretty it's pretty simple, man. And it, it, I'm just glad to be on the show, man. I love uh, I love let's make fun. I love how you just make fun of whatever have you. And each week, man, it's always an adventure. So uh, I'm just happy to be on the show, man. And and you know, like it sucks because we're in the business of commercials and marketing and all that stuff. And that's how you're going to pay your bills, but man, do commercials suck. I know, and I've been very hesitant throughout this episode to make fun of any sort of local commercials, just in case they like they're like, hey, let's uh, let's be a, a sponsor for these guys, and then they you know they hear this episode and they're like, wait a second, damn you! So no, I yeah, be mindful because people could be paying your bills. You know? Exactly. Like, oh shit, I'm <laughs> 
So yeah, I've definitely I've definitely been trying to edit myself as far as maybe a little bit more uh, national commercials, trying to make fun of those ones instead of any of the local ones that still might suck. I'm just not going to say it. <laughs> exactly, man. There's there's tons of crappy commercials. The problem is though that I feel like with commercials is that uh, some of them are not only you know beat the horse and, and, until it's dead, like the flies begin to migrate and they continue to still beat the horse on the <laughs> same damn commercial. You know what I mean? Like there's just like sometimes there's a series of commercials you're like, really? We're still watching this? Right. And honestly, man, like, I, 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 I can't help but think of the fact is the longevity of the Geico commercials. I, I applaud this chick or whatever, the, <laughs> uh, you know, the, the Geico girl, but you know that that commercial started in 2008, right? Like the flow lady in 2008 as flow. Wow. Flow was introduced 11 years ago and we are still seeing flow in commercial. Right. And she's no longer even like the relevant funny, like, I don't know. She never really was the funny part. I think there's a new guy named Jamie in those commercials. It's actually pretty funny. And I wonder if she feels like she is being out upstaged because of it. And, and, and it's kind of sad. Is he really funny or are they paging her out and she's finally trying to, dude, she's, they, in 2014, she had over a, a hundred commercials at that point in the first six years of her introduced as the Geico, as Flo, as, you know what I mean, as the agent. And now you think about that five years later, you're like, holy crap, she's roughly done about 200, 220 commercials. That's wow. insane. Like, that's insane. That, that's that's it, more than, like, friends. That's, that's more. She's, <laughs> she's more commercials than we have friends episodes. That's, that's crazy. That's an insane way to think about it. I never even thought about that. But you, do, you, you don't realize that it's like, Every week, there's a brand new one, and if, you said since 2008 she's been doing this. Yeah. And so over ele- about 11 years now, and I mean she's been in movies too. I've seen like she's been in a few movies. Like there's a, I think it was called like the Good Good Luck Kid or something with Ben Stiller. She's in like small parts in movies, but why would you even try to be in other movies when you if you're doing over 200 commercials? I'm sure you're doing pretty fun, like pretty well for yourself. Yeah, and you figure the royalties, because they're going to continue to show those commercials, and if all else, they're throwback commercials and everything. You know, there's a <laughs> right. few few decent ones they'll try to, like, sprinkle in there once they fade slow out, you know? It's just <laughs> it's just ridiculous, man, that, like, a commercial has that much tenure. You know, 2008, you think about that, 11 years ago. What were you doing 11 years ago? Like, a, a different <laughs> Facebook barely existed at that point, you know? Like, yeah, Twitter and, wasn't and even a thing. Flow. Yeah, and yet Flow is just everywhere, and she still is a part of our lives. <laughs> that is insane to think about. I'm so glad you did that research, because I feel like that's one of those things that people don't realize that. They, like, you know, you're like, you just have lived with it this whole time, and you're just like, I don't know my life without Flow. And it kind of seems yeah, like exactly. that. It's never been a, your life. You've never lived without Flow. 
And I'm pretty sure the brand Progressive, the insurance company, is like, we don't know what the hell we are. If Flo is like to bow out, be like, no, nope, I'm done. I don't want to be, I don't want to be the face of your insurance company anymore. And they're like, uh, well, Flo, come on. I mean, that's like if the if the Geico lizard could literally get up and walk away, he right. probably would at some point for being exploited for it all. Oh my but god. He can't. But Flo is just like, you know what? It's on Jamie now. I'm I'm done with it. You guys got this. Like. I mean, but the thing is, though, is that that's a sales pitch that really hasn't changed much. You know what I mean? Like, that's that idea that, like, they're going to go with the same sales pitch over and over again and just throw different goofy, almost style commercials at you, you know? Right. Well, and yeah, what what's the newest thing that they came out with that's like, they have that name your price tool thing that they've been, and, and that's not even like a sales pitch. That's like a... They've had that thing for like the last nine years, and they keep acting like that's the big deal. That's not even a good idea anymore. But they still do the same sales pitch towards you. And and you're right with that with that. Right. I was just gonna say with that gecko, it's just like the, I've never. I, I don't know a single thing that has made me want to buy insurance. But I do believe at least the Jamie guy in the new progressive commercials is a little bit funnier. But yeah, it's flow and the gecko and all of these damn things. Nothing's ever been like made me want to get the insurance. It's just it doesn't make sense. Exactly, it's car insurance. Just literally showing what my rate is, and if that's the cheapest rate, boom, you win. I'm going for it. I mean, I don't have Geico, I have Geico, but I don't have it because the damn lizard. Right. I have it because it was just cheap. You know what I mean? Like, right? It was affordable when I got it. Like, it had nothing to do with the freaking lizard or if there's some 50s housewife acting or whatever like i mean it's just it, it's just really really ridiculous but the fact that you have a commercial that's been shoved out our throats for so long is crazy i mean you figure mcdonald's taco bell and not only changed sales pitches they've changed exterior colors of their buildings and done all different formats over these last 11 years and yet flow has just been sitting there right there in our face. <laughs> Man, what a great like life to have. You don't have to change anything. You don't have to change your acting. You you just become the same person over and over again. And you're right. I, we have Geico too. And I, I don't ever think about it. Like you see those commercials constantly, but I never think, Hey, there's the commercial for the insurance I have. I'm just like, Oh, here's another annoying commercial. It's, it's so true. There's so many brand changes on everything, but everything else is just like, they change everything, but the, all of these insurance commercials are all the exact same. You're so right. So, yeah, I mean, there's nothing fancy about it. You just have to have it because by law you're required to have it. And it's not. <laughs> so they're almost trying to like sell this. Hey, it's fun to give us 120 bucks a month, even though you're never going to like see this or use this or whatever have you. Like <laughs> it's just like this crappy sales ploy that they have, but I don't know. It's just one of those things where when you look at commercials, there's so many different advertisements, and there's reasons for advertisements, obviously, to make money. But when you have something like that that's just been this, like, pitch that's been pitched at you for that long, you're like, really? We're still buying into this whole flow thing, like, for real? Like, that's, that's just hilarious. 11 years later, and maybe we just don't realize it, but 11 years later, we're still having the same advertisements being tossed to us by that company. It is just so insane that you say that because I haven't thought about that at all. And and I think you're right that they're probably putting this new guy, Jamie, in. I wonder if Flo's kind of trying to 
come to the end and she's like, please, for the love of God, stop giving me money. I'm so sick of this. Give this Jamie guy a, a chance. <laughs> I mean, she, she's a comedian that started out doing this as like something funny 11 years ago. And she's probably made a crap ton of money on oh, it. Yeah. So it's kind of hard to say no <laughs> to it all. But still, after a little bit of time, you, you want to be like you, not slow, you know, like, <laughs> all right, I'm done being identified as this character. Like, I did that as a spiel to make a lot of money and it's made me a crap ton, but... Uh, you know, it's that whole idea of, like, who is Michael Richards because he's really just Kramer, you know? Right, like, yep. You, you created a character, and that everybody does it. You're defined as that, you know? And I wonder how long they can actually live their lives after that. Like, how long can they take that afterwards? <laughs> it doesn't seem like something I would yeah. ever want to deal with. Exactly, forever and ever. It's like being a child star, and then you're just, like, known as that forever, and you're like, Ah, oh, man, I, <laughs> I kind of got myself into something I really didn't want to. Right. He's Howie with Beer for Breakfast. Find him on Twitter, at Beer for BK Fast. Hey, what are you up to this week with Beer for Breakfast? Hey, man, actually, I just went up to Leadville, up to, like, the highest brewery in the United States, the Ooh. second highest in in uh, North, uh, in uh, all of the Americas besides one place in Bolivia. But it was awesome, man. I just went up there. It's uh great brewery called periodic brewery man you should check out the episode this coming wednesday real fast though if i can man, i want to give a shout out and if you if anybody the listeners are possible next uh saturday april 13th is rebels for a cause annual fundraiser and if you're able to take part in this and help out man that would be really huge because it's down at grist brewing down in highlands ranch uh down a little thing uh but it's all helping um the rebels project which is uh, uh basically Trauma survivors, you know, and if you've heard the show for Beer for Breakfast, been promoting it for a while, but uh, great organization, great nonprofit. But April 13th next week, check it out on Facebook, The Rebels Project, man. Uh, really cool fundraiser to help out people that just really need help. We've seen it recently, a few people taking their own lives after uh, the shooting done in Florida, and that's just that's not a cool thing, man. And honestly, Beer for Breakfast is about helping the community, and that uh, is a, is a uh, foundation that I am really, really uh, proud to help out. So if you can, next April 13th at Chris Burring down at Highlands Ranch, uh, please support that and uh, support the Rebels Project in general. Just follow them, like them, all that good stuff. But Absolutely. Thank you, man. Appreciate being on the show. Yeah, no problem. And don't forget, go to Beer for Breakfast on Facebook as well. He's got that on his Facebook page. Um, if you have any other information or need to find any more information, you can find it there too. Um, and check out Beer for Breakfast here on the Not Normal Network every Wednesday night. Uh, Howie, thank you so much for jumping on for a few minutes. I really do appreciate it. We'll have to do this again at some point with another topic. I'd I'd love it. Sounds great, man. Appreciate it, and thanks for having me on the show, man. Let's do it again, and uh, yeah, continue to just go with the uh, flow. <laughs> nice. I love that little segue there. I appreciate it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Cheers, buddy. <laughs> yes. Thanks again, man. I appreciate it. Uh, again, go check him out. He's Howie with Beer for Breakfast. He's on Twitter, at Beer for Breakfast. Uh, well, it's at Beer for B-K-F-A-S-T. Um, and you can find out all of the different breweries he's going to. He goes to pretty much every brewery in the state of Colorado, and he's been doing it for just over 100 episodes. He just had his 100th episode uh, a, couple of, a couple of weeks ago. So if you like beer and you like to drink it for breakfast, <laughs> it's a perfect show for you. <laughs> 
Uh, so thank you so much for joining today. Uh, thanks again to Howie. Thank you all for commenting and uh, just making this show what it is. And everybody for that voted for the commercial. Hopefully I could do that again at some point. I had a lot of fun writing that and, and just making it in general. I really like to do that stuff. So um, let me know if you have any ideas. I'll make, I'll make whatever you want for you. And we'll have a great time doing it. So thanks again to everybody. Uh, don't forget to go to n3entertainment.com. You'll get all the links to all of our shows. Um, go download Spreaker, Spotify, iTunes, uh, Stitcher, SoundCloud. And we're on all of them. So find the fa- your favorite one. And we are there. And then you can listen all day long. And whatever time of day it is, have a great rest of your day. Bye.